0: This is 5-Minute Friday! Hey, hey, what's up everyone? Thank you guys so much for joining me on 5-Minute Friday. We're doing a special one today. I just had Jack Canfield on the last episode and I'm getting a lot of messages from people who said they loved it. This is one of their favorite episodes of all time. They're listening to it two and three times and we actually played a game of pool afterwards there's a video back on the site at lewishouse.com/143 and uh, there's a video of the full episode but then also another video of us playing pool and during this section where we were playing pool Jack and I had a lot of fun a lot of banter back and forth but he actually drops a lot of knowledge on more success principles that he didn't share during the original interview and a lot we talked a lot about relationships building a legacy, vision, things like that. So I wanted to give you guys that. It's a short uh, clip as well. As opposed to me talking this this five-minute Friday, you're going to hear more from me and Jack combined and hear more about his success principles. Before we dive in, I want to give a quick announcement that we hit five million downloads on the School of Greatness podcast. Again, we've been around for just over two years now. Five million freaking downloads. That's so awesome, and it's all because of you guys. So, thank you so much for sharing and for uh, promoting it and listening two, three times an episode. Uh, keep doing the good work. If you keep it up, I'll be able to keep bringing on powerful, inspiring guests like Jack Canfield. We've got a big guest coming up next week Julianne Huff, winner of Dancing with the Stars. But without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into this Five Minute Friday with Jack Canfield. Good break. Get in somewhere. Oh, that three almost went in. Okay, it's all you. We'll let him set me up for the eight ball. Oh. In my book, I teach
1: something called free focus and buffer days, where a free day is midnight to midnight with no work. Oh. So my wife and I, we sit down in either late December, early January, plan out all our vacations, oh. and that becomes inviolate. Just like you know, like a, your sister's wedding, you're not going to miss it. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So I can't schedule those days. Even I've had. <clears throat> You know, I've turned away $100,000 for a little trip to wow. York, Asia to speak for three days. But if I don't, you know, I'd rather still have a wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my kids have a dad and all that kind of stuff. So, <coughs> entrepreneurs have that challenge. Yeah, it is. I mean, the problem is, if you're really a great entrepreneur, you love what you do. And it's sometimes, tough to stop. So, the, um, it's just a matter of planning it and then keeping it valid. Like, we... During the week, we would have like Thursday night would be family night. Friday night would be date night if I'm home, yes. and uh, Monday night was my night. I could watch Monday night football. Uh-huh. I could work in my office till midnight. My wife wouldn't say come to bed, you yeah. know. So I think if you, you you have to ask the other person what what is your minimal requirements to feel like we're in a good relationship, and then when you find that out, if that's something you can agree to, then you you commit to it and you follow through. And if you keep the commitment, then <coughs> trust develops
0: and You know, it all turns out really good. Do you think it's possible, well obviously you're making it happen, but do you think it's um, the really, really big leaders in the world, the ones that have a huge vision that's like so big and so out there to save the world, uh, do you think it's possible to be married and have a successful relationship and be so on that vision or do you have to give up a little bit of your energy for the relationship and not be focused only on the vision? Well, I don't think you can maintain a relationship if you're only focused on a vision. Yeah. Women
1: are programmed to keep you around, to make sure that the offspring that you produce with them gets raised. Yeah. Men are programmed to spread their seed as much as possible to make sure the genealogy continues. So it's two kind of combative, two competing realities. Sure. And so it, it, it's challenging. Uh, I have been what I call a serial monogamist. You know, I've been married three times. And first time I never should have got married, five years, then 20 years, and now 15 years. and So, but I've been in love with other women, you know, that just, they they attract me, they've been my friends, they've been people I work with, and I absolutely could have been just as happy married to them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but the reality of splitting up your fortune every time you get divorced (laughs) is a bad strategy for (laughs) (laughs) building a life, you know? Right. I've been through that a couple of times. I think that... um, You know, there are people who believe in polyamorism, which Mm. is the idea of having many lovers. Um, I know some people that have pulled that off pretty well. It's
0: tough to work. Make it work, though.
1: It's very hard. You know, I think it's very hard because women get jealous and insecure. Uh, And I'm not sure some men wouldn't get jealous and insecure as well. Sure. But, I mean, I, I would say this. If I had any advice to give to a younger person, would be be really conscious about who you marry yeah you know i would definitely live with them for a while definitely travel with them because Mm -hmm. when people travel together the worst parts come out. um and you know but here's the other thing when you when 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 humanity was first created the average age back in rome was 35 to 40 years Mm -hmm. i mean you know people died at 40 years old of old age yeah and so you could have one career and one wife and you were happy you know, what I find is that over time, you know, you do tend to grow a little bored. We, we, like, we like novelty, you know, new, green, yeah. novelty, new. It's quite strange. Yeah, if your wife says, I love you, it's not nearly as cool as if Cindy Crawford says Right, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some new person. Yeah. And so you have to really work intentionally on a relationship. The other thing I found is that as you're in a relationship, little tiny upsets begin to occur. Uh-huh. And if you don't process that and work through that, um, they build. And then you start to shut down to each other. Um, John Gray's yeah. taught me a lot about that. But I think what Byron Katie has taught me is that when you are upset with the other person, it's really some part of you you need to look at. Mm. You know, Because I have this belief that you shouldn't be attracted to other people. Well, that's a ridiculous belief. Everyone's going to be attracted, you know? Um, and even if you act that out on that, my belief that you shouldn't do it is what's made me uncomfortable. My mm. fear of being abandoned is what's made me uncomfortable. My fear that I'm not enough is what made me uncomfortable. Yeah. It's not your behavior, right. you know? I mean, you were in Singapore and I wasn't there. I couldn't do anything about it. And you, you slept with someone, so what? So it's it's really our inner fears, our inner inadequacies, our inner self-doubts that are mm. creating the problem. Yeah. So if you're a conscious person, I always teach people is if you want to grow as fast as you can in terms of spiritual development, get married, have children, start a business. Yeah. Because anything that's not clear is going to come up in terms of yourself and your relationships and your doubts and your fears and all that. So the, the trick is when you're in that relationship and you're starting to fractionate a little bit is to say, okay, let's work on ourselves. Yeah. Can we work through this and get that excitement back again? Sure. Um. I don't have any judgment about how anyone relates to anybody in terms of if they want to be, you know, in a menage a trois, or they want to be swingers, or whatever. Fine. I just think a lot of times what happens is they're avoiding dealing with their own issues. Mm, interesting. You know? But not always. Some people yeah. are just, they're wired up differently, and they're happy, and nobody's threatened, and why not? If you're, yeah. you're, you're enjoying yourself. Um, but generally, it's people avoiding the, mm, the inter- difficult issues. I'll go with someone nice nice to me instead of deal with the uncomfortable stuff that we have to yeah, do. with, yeah, right? And that's why guys often, will the entrepreneurs, they're much more comfortable in their business than they are with their teenage daughter who's giving them a hard time, sure. or their kid who needs his diaper changed in the middle of the night. You know, it's much easier to be just out there selling and sure. looking at your spreadsheets sure, sure,
0: sure. and doing all that. What would you do if you were, you know, I'm 31 right now, what would you do with, if you could go back and uh, manage your money then, what would you be doing differently? Would you be saving more? Would you be investing more in your own brand? Would you be hiring people? What, what would you do if you had? I think it, it I don't think there's
1: a, a, a one answer for that. It depends yeah. on where you are, what you're trying to do, what your goals are. Um, there's oh, a time geez. when you should be investing. And, but I, I, I'm a big believer in having, building up some capital. Yeah. Um, but for years, all my investments went into my own company. I mean, I just kept building this. Yeah. And then when chicken soup took off, finally there was enough excess that I could say, okay, now we can start really salting away some money. And that's what I did. Mm. And now,
0: I mean, I could retire and live off my money if I wanted to. Sure, sure. I
1: don't want to. I enjoy enjoy what I do. It's too much fun.
0: What was the biggest win from an investment you made? What brought the most return?
1: I would say it's still my Apple stock has been the best thing I ever invested in.
0: Yeah. Wow. Cool. I don't know what to do here. I just didn't no, it. that's a tough one. Yeah. But just get away from me. Oh, I could have been in there. Oh, get in. Look at that. Get in the corner. Look at that. Look at Yes. That. All right. All right. You Make it range. some magic, Jack. You can do this. Okay.
1: What do I know for sure about life? Um, should never play eight ball with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, what do I know for sure? I think that love's the most important thing. mm that uh, fear is what's stopping most people from living the lives that they could. Okay. I think I know for sure that we need to listen more than we talk, uh, if you want a relationship to work. Uh, I think we need to learn that um, no is not the end of the world. You know, be, be, be willing to ask for what you want, not be afraid of rejection. I think that our level of consciousness is the main thing you need to work on, that everything else flows from that why I meditate and work on myself a lot you know what I should have done was just play safe and keep you from <laughs>
0: you should have yeah set me up to win
1: I know I okay. know I look at that's that. what I do I help people win in life <laughs> and
0: when you help people become successful you become a there you go right there you go isn't that
1: the key to success it is the more people you help become successful the more people will help you back is mm-hmm. right
0: oh spun it off I'm an idiot I shouldn't have said that. I should have said, that was great. <laughs> oh, this is fun. <laughs> Okie Should we put a friendly wager on this? No. No? Not at this point. Okay. Well, what if you score this one? In
1: a bad investment.
0: <laughs> oh, nice. Oh. What's your favorite form of meditation? Is it tapping or is it... Form of meditation? Yeah. Uh, two forms. There's one
1: called Vipassana. It's a Buddhist meditation technique. Uh-huh. And it's just basically watching your breath. And then there's one called um, Tree of Life Meditation, which is a, um, comes out of Kabbalah. I think you can do it. Oh! Oh, I was so ready to have you do that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, get on with the game. No, that would have been impressive. That would have been fun, would right? And good video.
0: Yeah. Now, if you do miss this, that'll be the biggest choke won't happen. Of the month. That'll be the biggest choke. I understand that. Just make sure you hold the stick firmly. Watch out for that. Watch yeah. out. <laughs> no distractions, Jack. Don't worry. It's just your reputation on the line. Oh, stop! <laughs> <laughs> okay, now this is still a hard shot. No, it's not. That's easy. Okay, let's see That's if I can get easy. This I don't know. I couldn't, couldn't mess nah, it up. Now you're going to get that. I don't know. It's tricky. Oh. Good job. (laughs) Good game. I appreciate it. Ah, (laughs) All right, good job, man.